podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. And folks, Liverpool are through to the quarter-finals of the Carabao League Cup. A 2-0 win over Preston North End last night with goals from Taki Minamino and Divock Origi sending the Reds through. Manchester City crashing out on penalties to West Ham means that there will be a new winner of the competition this season. City had won four years in a row, and now we will have a different winner. Ourselves and Chelsea are the two big hitters left in the competition, the two teams that, if they avoid each other in the quarters or semi-finals, would be expected to make the final. Also left in the competition are Arsenal, Sunderland, Brentford, West Ham, Leicester and Tottenham. So there's a couple of draws there that could potentially be favourable to Liverpool. You would obviously hope for the home draw. That would be a big help. Uh, The draw is to be made Saturday morning on Soccer AM. So keep an eye on that one. I think we'd all like Sunderland at home. That would be the draw Manchester City would have gotten, but obviously they're out. So that now opens that up. It was a strange performance from Liverpool. A very bad first half in which Joe Gomez looked really laboured. The midfield didn't really click. The full-backs looked like two lads that hadn't played a whole bunch. And the forwards looked a little bit lost. We had a, a debut in the front three for Harvey Blair. Young player, 18 years of age, out of the academy. Stepping up from the under-18 team. Hasn't played under-23 level, but had played one game for the under-19s in the Youth Champions League thingy-majig. He looked, to his credit, he did his best. He looked a little bit out of his depth. But it's really good experience, and nobody will ever be able to take away the fact that he played for Liverpool Football Club. He played a senior game for Liverpool Football Club in a real competition, a game that mattered. He was the one that got the call, so credit to him. Hopefully we see him again. Hopefully this isn't the end of his story with the first team hopefully it's just the beginning Uh, he's highly rated highly regarded former Manchester United Academy player that we stole a few years back Um, by all accounts a very hard working lad so credit to him Uh, he he gave what he could the game just seemed to come a little bit too quick for him and he he struggled a little bit with the pace of it Uh, Liverpool lined up with Adrian in goal Nico Williams at right back surprise Inclusion of Joel Matip alongside Joe Gomez and Costa Simicus rounding out the back four. Myself and Carl Matchett were talking on on um, AI Scouted earlier today, and Carl suggested that perhaps Kanate will play against Brighton. Matip will play against Atleti, which will mean Matip will have missed two Premier League games, would have had a two-week gap between the Madrid games, so it made sense for him to get the half yesterday. That may well be the thinking. Um, Nat Phillips came on for him at half time and, and did his father, Dan Kennett. Great, great pride. Great pride in the Kennett household last night. Um, Alex Oxley, chamberlain Tyler Morton and Curtis Jones, the midfield. Tyler Morton grew into the game. He struggled a little bit first half, but really settled in second half. And his range of passing was impressive. It was his long ball that created the first goal for Liverpool. Finding Nico Williams, maybe a hint of offside and maybe more than a hint. But Nico managed to work the cross. Taki Minamino gets 
gets on the end of it and puts it home. Uh, and that got us going. Tacky, Divock and Harvey Blair had made up the front three. It, there was a change at half time, obviously, with Matip going off and Phillips coming on. The second change of the game saw Harvey Blair going off and Connor Bradley coming on. And Bradley went to right back and Nico went further up the field and we scored within seven minutes. So a, a good tactical change made by management on the night. Um, Divock got the second goal. It's a Costa Simicus cross that's overhit, clips the bar, bounces back. Nico tries to get a shot away. It takes a deflection. It loops in the air. It loops over Divock Origi's head and lands or it drops behind him. And he threw his heel at it. Now, what happened was he caught the underside of the ball, almost like a golf shot, clipped it over the keeper with backspin and managed to lob the goalkeeper with a back heel from about six, seven yards out. Whether he meant that or not, I have no idea. It lo- The way he, the power he put into it, it looked like he tried to catch the ball full in the face and power it past the keeper. And he caught it too early and he managed to go underneath the ball and lift it over the keeper. Either way, it's one of the most spectacular goals you're ever going to see. It is genuine triumph by Divock Origi. And, um, you know, Pep and Linders had called him a world-class finisher the other day. This was a world-class finish, whether he meant it or not, like I say. I have no idea, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, two late changes for the Reds. Owen Beck came on for Curtis Jones. And Elijah Dixon-Bonner came on for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain as the two midfielders who may well have to start this weekend due to the injuries to Fabinho, Naby, Thiago, Harvey Elliott and James Milner. Um, So good to see youngsters getting involved. Good to see Dixon-Bonner getting a run out. Good to see Beck getting a run out. Uh, Like I said, Tyler Morton grew into the game and looked good. And I thought Connor Bradley looked a lot better in this game than he had the last time he played against Norwich. So credit to the lads. Through they go. They will be delighted to be through to the quarterfinal. Uh, it's a good opportunity to win silverware. I always think this is a competition we should take more seriously. It will be nice to see us win some domestic cups. Because at the end of the day, when we're all looking back on this team 25, 30 years from now, we will, of course, first and foremost remember the Premier League titles, the Champions League titles. But it would be nice to have some domestic cups to look back on as well. I think the sign of great teams is an accumulation of honours. And thus far with this incredible team we have, we do have two, but it is only two. And we would like more. We would like a lot more. And um, there's no, no reason we can't win it this year. We are as good as anybody. Jürgen will have the opportunity to bring back in the more senior players, the first team. And I think he he may well consider it come the semi-final, depending on the draw. If we get Chelsea next time out, it wouldn't surprise me if he played a stronger team. But, you know, when the injuries subside a little bit, we could maybe be sending out a team of Kelleher, Milner at right back, Kanate and Gomez in the middle, Simicus at left back, 
and a midfield three of something along the lines of Ox, Henderson and, and Jones or Naby, Henderson and Jones with a front three of, say, Jota, Origi and Minamino. And that would be a fairly strong team. That would be a team that you would give a decent chance of beating the reserve 11s of a number of these other teams that are still left in the competition. In the semi-finals, I think you go full strength and you try and win the thing. If you get to that point, you might as well try and win it. And it's always good to get silverware early in the season. You look at what Klopp did when he first took over. The first thing he tried to win was this competition. Mourinho was the same when he first arrived in England. Pep was the same. Managers take this seriously because if you get that silverware early in the year, it can really be a springboard for what's to come in the months that follow. Jumping around the main sites, this is Anfield. Obviously, some post-match pieces, player ratings, five talking points from the game, and the reaction to Divock Origi's incredible goal. Uh, There is a piece, obviously, how this will add to our festive period where we'll have to play now another an extra game and possibly two more in the semi-finals in around that December, January, February kind of run. Lots of good stuff, actually. Lots of good stuff on the um, on This Is Anfield. Mostly about last night, of course. And rightly so. It's important that the players that played last night get their moment, get their shine. Uh, Liverpool.com have a piece entitled Liverpool and Manchester United set for 60 million transfer battle as FSG look to fix the Fabinho problem. And obviously the Fabinho problem is that we only have one of them. (laughs) You'd like to have two. Uh, The player in question is Calvin Phillips, who I'm a big fan of. I think he would be a good addition to our club. I think he can start in midfield for us with, you know, with Fabinho and Thiago. He could play instead of Fabinho. But I don't necessarily think that that's a big area that we need to look at because I think Jordan Henderson has shown this season that the number six position is where he should play. He's obviously not as good as Fabinho, so he should be Fabinho's backup. And then we'll have Naby, Thiago, Curtis, Ox, and then when he returns, Harvey Elliott in the number eight positions where they've all excelled so far this season. Henderson has not excelled as an eight. He's been quite poor, but he has been good as a six other than the Atlético Madrid game. Uh, there are also pieces on Naby Keita and his purple patch and whether or not uh, that's going to cause a problem for Jürgen. I think that's a good problem because it's always good to have lots of good players. Uh, Liverpool owners face financial headache in the in the US after uh, unexpected success. And this is basically a piece about how their valuation of the Boston Red Sox has grown and and the new issues that that will take, considering some of the cost-cutting they've done there. Uh, Mohamed Mohamed Salah Liverpool exploits must make him Ballon d'Or contender if a ward obeys its own rules, says Dave Powell. Salah's Liverpool performance have rightly seen him lauded as the best player on the planet at present. He should be a major Ballon d'Or contender. And I do agree he should. However... What I would say is that Robert Lewandowski was robbed of a Ballon d'Or last year. He has maintained that great form 
this year. And while Salah has been better this year and certainly since March, I still think you give it to Lewandowski because I think you've got to give it over the two years. I think you have to give it over the two years. And look, Mo's incredible. I think Mo should be top five over the two years without doubt. But I do think Lewandowski, Benzema, Messi, based on what he did at Barca last season when he was carrying a team, I think they're all worthy contenders. I, I would lean towards Lewandowski personally based on what he did last season and what he's continued to do. Or what he did last year, I should say, and what he's continued to do. Um, finally, on AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece up by Stephen Smith on Joe Gomez entitled Patience is a Virtue. Well worth your while giving that one a read. Podcast-wise, there was a post-match medium rare with Guy Drinkle, Dave Horrocks, and Ellie Emerson after the cup game. Well worth your while giving the lads a good listen there. The new rival recon is up. Andy Naylor from The Athletic joins Mr. Setti, who seems, to, I reckon Harry Setti secretly works for The Athletic, seems to have really good connections there. But Andy joins Harry to discuss the upcoming game between Liverpool and Brighton. The latest under pressure is up. If you haven't listened to it, make sure that you do. Uh, Brundish was away doing CNN business, I assume. Tandon is busy with other projects. And um, it's just the two Dans and Mr. Barter, and it is a good listen. The new scouted will be out today. Myself and Carl having a look ahead at Brighton. The first 40 minutes of the podcast, we talked about last night's game and we had a look at Barcelona and the situation they find find themselves in, having sacked Koeman. Um, That's going to be out today. Molby on the spot, Mr. Downey and Mr. Molby, that will be out today. So do make sure to give those a listen. Lots of good stuff. And then obviously this weekend we will have the usual post-match stuff as well, post-match Raw, and I believe a Gags Tandon show after the Brighton game. Uh, Nina is still away at the moment, um, and we all are sending our thoughts to Miss Kaiser. Uh, and that is it then, folks. That is us for today. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.